So hello and welcome to Freeball, the volleyball podcast. Another big episode coming your way with the Olympic silver medalist, three-time European champion, Paolo Nicolai is on the show today. And it's a great episode where he talks about team's injuries and basically what they're doing still to prepare the best they can for the future and their season on the FIVB Beach Volleyball World Tour. But today I am joined by guest co-host, 5-1 Volleyball, who we've had on the show before as a guest but now he's on as a host to talk all things news and also the Champions League finals, which are coming up our way. Hello, 5-1 or Dan. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. How's it going? Am I your first return guest slash coast? Yeah. Yeah, you are. All right. That's... Good to know. Good to know. We must it's have... an honour. Yes, it's an honour to have you. And we had such a great chat last time that it seems silly not to get you on the show with your... Uh your knowledge of indoor going forward uh, into the Champions League. So Champions League, First. Let's, should we start with that? Let's start, yeah, perfect. Boom, Champions League this this Saturday, uh, or this weekend actually in, in Berlin. How's it looking your end? What do you think? Well, I mean, we have the two Italian teams in the women's finals, which we just watched play three games against each other in the Italian finals. So we definitely got a pretty good preview of that one. And of course, on the men's side, We've seen some epic matches between Zenikazan and Lubicifitanova in the last, you know, couple of years. Yeah, I did the commentary of that game in the World Club Champs um, when it was like seven set points to, to Zenit. Um, One of the craziest games of volleyball I think I've ever watched. Yeah, it was great. I, I was super excited. So hopefully the final is as good as that one, where I think it was 14-7 and Lube came back to oh. steal it. Uh, so that's going to yeah. be exciting. Um, let's start with the women's though. Let's go um, Amoko and Navara. Two big hitters. Obviously, the Turkish teams were much fancy going into this season for Kifbank, Bank, uh, ex but it's an all-Italian final and some of the world's best are on show as well. Yeah, like who would have thought an all-Italian finals going to this year, especially with all the Turkish teams pretty much going, like barely losing any sets in the uh, group stage. So really good job by these two teams to get there. Yeah, definitely. Um, who, who are you looking out for? Obviously, Agonu is, is just going to be the main weapon of... Yeah, mass destruction on the right side for Novara. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle Bach Hackley as well, the American um, outside who was the MVP of the VNL last year. So a, a, a real big player for that team. And then for Amoko, you've got just some really, really well, strong players all around. Castelo will probably be playing opposite another American. Um, do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll be low, or do you think it'll be Fabris? Well, you'd imagine that I, I would. I would say low in that big game, but what do you think? Fabris has been getting a lot of time uh, in the finals, but yeah, Carstolo, you know, no no restrictions in the uh, Champions League finals on the number of foreign players, so... Yeah, you, you can yeah. play whoever you like. So, yeah. Difference to Italian League when you... Is it four that you can only play in Italian League? Four, 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 uh, four foreigners, three Italians, yeah, exactly. Um, unreal. And then there's players like Monica Di Gennaro, um who's had a great season again playing libero for Amoko, and she just seems to like yeah. for me stick stick every team she plays in together because she leads she's obviously great defensively but she's also got a great great reception line and she's in everyone's dream seven all the time oh for sure so what do you think about you know Imoko though sweeping the final series against navara just about a week ago in the italian league finals in two of those games three nothing for Imoko. Are they the strongest team? Probably, but like all round. But can Agonu on her day 
slight be the team on her own. Yeah. Oh yeah. If, if they, oh yeah. Yeah, and then you know that she's she's your favorite, but yeah, it, that, that's the concept I, I think is if they can find a way to limit Agonu, then they'll be fine. Um, but, I, but one thing I think Agonu's, you know, we saw her slow down a bit in that in those finals, but that's because she had been playing so many matches. Now with two weeks of rest before the finals, that could be huge for. Her. Might just be the, the game changer. I I think it's all on how I. I'd imagine head coach of Moko will be sitting there trying to figure out a way to stop Agonu. And also, looking looking forward, is doesn't look like she's even going to be there next year anyway. No, switching switching teams to uh, to Moko. Yeah, so. joining joining <laughs> Moko, which is which is huge. But it, it's a great it's, it's a great makes it exciting to see Agonu play against her future team. Yeah, in, in the and we have the same thing happening in the men's with Sokolov going to Zenikazan next year. Yeah, which is which is crazy. Yeah, but great presenters Kazan, which we talked about in an earlier episode with uh, Mikhailov probably going out to the outside, which is also a pretty scary thought for anyone who who, who watches volleyball. So that's going to be uh, the first game. It's going to be interesting to watch. You can watch that on Euro Volley TV. Um, but Amoko versus Navarro it might be an all Italian final, but there's some really big stars on show, and it's going to hey, be worth a watch. It's been entertaining in Italy. These are two of the best teams. So many fantastic players. So. I'm okay to have game four of the finals basically happening in Champions yeah, League. Game four is yeah, game four of the finals, Champions League. The men's, yeah, as we said, Zenit versus Lube. Teams coming in slightly differently. Zenit didn't win the league this year. That's slightly crazy. Yeah. They've only lost the Russian finals once in the last decade. <laughs> That's a start. In this one of the most competitive leagues, if not most competitive for most of this decade in volleyball, so yeah, and what Ridiculous. happened? They obviously uh, they fell short three one in the final game. Um, yeah, and means means that they don't qualify for the Champions League as well. I think. Uh-huh. Uh no, I think it's top three Russian teams will be Champions top- League. So I think it'll be Ke- it'll be Kemerovo, Zenikazan, and I believe Fekel Novi Urungoy was the last team in Russia to qualify for next year. So they're they're fine on that. Respect, but still. Second place is not a position that Zenikazan finds itself in very often. No, but you never know. Going into this weekend, what makes me um, interested is the fact that Lube tonight are playing game five of their finals against Perugia. This is crazy because they won 3-0 at home in the last game. Uh, Now everyone's back to Perugia. Who do you think A is going to win that game this evening? By the time this podcast is released, we'll already know the answer to that. Um, But but who's your money on? And also... Who has the best preparation? Would you rather be Lube having a big game on a Tuesday night in a Champions League final with not much time to prepare, but still feeling good on the ball and being competitive and the adrenaline will still be kicking from yeah going forward? Or Zenit, who have had a bit more rest and time to plan for this one for this one game at the weekend? I think Lube, if they win, is going to have... A better, a more of an advantage coming fresh off because they're going to have all that momentum, all that energy. If they lose, that's going to be so tough mentally to lose the Champions League finals. By the way, for the second year in a row in Game Five, and then mentally have to completely flip the switch and go immediately onto Zenikazan. Team full of professionals, but definitely guys who you know Bruno, Juan Torreira, maybe a bit more emotional based than a lot of other players. <laughs> yeah, just the time. Yeah, so you, uh, but, think you feel they'll they'll ride they'll they'll ride the uh, good vibes through to the Champions League if they can win today. 
So, Louie, you're the coach. What do you think about that? Do you think it's better to be fresh, have some rest, or do you think it's better to keep that momentum going? I actually would, I'd actually love my I'd, I'd actually love my team to keep playing. Just, okay. just big games, big games. I I think, yeah, could they be a little bit more tired? Maybe, but it's a Champions League final, and do you feel that when there's so much adrenaline coming through? I don't know. I I, I don't think so. So I think it would be it's, it'd be awesome for them to, especially if they do win, then the next big game can't come quick enough, right? Like it's, it's yeah, exactly. those, those feelings. But you're completely right in what you say. It's it's a confidence thing going in. Zenit, they'll be watching this game tonight, and they'll be be obviously studying it and watching yeah. everything, but. At the same time, they've got time to go to the training court and prepare. So, pros and cons. But I think I think I'd rather be Louvre at the moment. Yeah. Especially, especially the interesting thing about tonight's series, though, the away team has only won one set in the entire series so far. In game two, uh, Perugia won the second set, and that's the only one. It's been three zero, three one, three zero, three zero. So I don't know about Louvre's odds going into Perugia's home court because just home court has been such a huge thing this entire playoffs. Yes gonna be crazy it's worth a watch it's already gonna have happened by the time this goes out but keep an eye have a look at the results because i i personally can't call that at all mm-hmm. I, don't, I have no idea which way it's going to go um but for that champions league game i think it's got to be worth a watch right two of the best games it's going to be where it's going to be won and lost the likes of anderson engelpeth uh, anderson's already said he's leaving so it's going to be his last game in a in a zenith shirt so he's going to want to perform engelpeth, he's had a good run yeah, he's had a, um, five Champions Leagues, is it? Um, Engerpeth, it's his first Champions League final, if I'm right on that one. He's never won it, that's that's for sure. Yeah. So there's also some, some small stories in there. And then you have the likes of Sokolov, who's going to Zenit next year. And then you have all the Cubans just rocking out again. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I think if we can talk a bit about tactics, I think the key is going to be in the middle for Lube. Because we saw in that Champions League final last year, Dragon Stankovic, 13 for 20, was, even though they lost, was pretty much the player of the match. And then in the Club World Championships finals that you commentated on, Robert Landy Simon with 13 for 15 hitting. So, yeah. and one of the ways that Kamarovo managed to beat Zenikazan was absolutely negating the impact of Artem Volvich. They just completely took him out of the game, keyed on him all the time in the middle and really took that out of Zenekazan's game plan. So I think that's going to be huge if uh, Lube wants to beat them. Phenomenal. And how, how would you how would you uh, stop Engerpeth? I think Engerpeth can almost stop himself sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, you know, you just have to hope, you know, you have Sokolov and Bruno Bocking, two pretty good blockers. Uh, you know, I think they're, like I said, they're going to want to take Artem Volvich out of the game, so they're going to stay home on the middles a lot. Yep. So... And you'll be you know, Engelbeth's going to gonna get his 20 points, whatever. He's going to get them no matter what. You can't stop him, but, yeah. you know, take the middle of the game. You know, take uh, Mikhailov out of the game a bit, I think. So you let Engelbeth get his, but... What do you think? Do you think you'll see some some special serving tactics? Do you think they'll serve good lines? But then it's, it's also Lube, so they also go for broke. If you look at their service line, where, like, a Vital Hainan sets his teams up to float serve, make minimal errors, serve good lines... Yeah to take players out the game. Lube go yeah. Bruno, Simon, uh, Yoandi Leal, Juan Terena, like I think five of their first six spin serve. And they don't yeah. just spin serve, it, they spin serve the shit out of it. Like, they, they, yeah. they, they go crazy. So they yeah. Do. Robert Landy Simon, he's found his groove back from the service line. He had mm-hmm. four aces in game four against Perugia. 
if he's he kind of lost it a bit this year, but if he has that serve back, man, they Leal too. Those Cubans, man, they're they're good servers. Yeah, and if they can get them out of system, then obviously the middles the middles are going to struggle getting involved in the game. The only good thing is, I guess, with them is they have a like Engerpet is so creative when he's got three blockers on him. He he finds yeah. a way with his eyes and his arm to to find one to tool or to find a, find an avenue off to to still score, which is always interesting. Yeah, which is why Camarovo, I think, you know, stayed home on the middles a lot more. They're like, okay, Angapet's going to, you know, he's almost better against more blockers sometimes, right? Yeah, give him a one-on-one, maybe make an informed decision on if you're going to stay on the line or or, or drop in the angle and then see, see what yeah, happens. Yeah, exactly. Woo, it's going to be unreal. I'm actually flying to Turkey for the day on a, I fly on Saturday to cover the CEV um, two-star uh, beach event. So I okay. actually arrive at nine o'clock, so I'm actually going to miss the whole a whole lot and then I commentate all day Sunday and fly home Monday at 9am so yeah I do 8 games that's on brutal. Sunday that's right. uh, yeah it's great but it's... are you going to try and avoid spoilers and watch it or are you just going to I would love to but I, I think score. I think my Instagram feed is, is too volleyball oriented <laughs> yeah. so I don't think I can avoid any yeah. any any spoilers well, there will be spoilers on mine so yeah, <laughs> avoid but... mine at least yeah yeah you're going to be you're going to be loving it um, so for anyone who's wondering where they can watch this, it's going to be the pinnacle, the women and the men's. So many uh, just great players. You can catch it on Eurovolley TV, uh, and that's you can find that online. Just make sure you follow it with uh, the CV. They're doing great things for the sport, and going to Berlin is, uh, I think, a wonderful thing for the sport going forward. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's move on, and let's have a chat about some of the coaching. Uh, decisions recently so we'll give a big free ball and five one salute to Velasco Julio Velasco who's retired from coaching to many the best ever so we wish him all the best in his retirement from Medena he stopped with Argentina at the end of the world champs and he's won the lot with Italy throughout that period of the 90s and he's he's come to the end and I thought he did an underrated job with Modena this year I think like he was out coaching everyone in the playoffs, making some really good adjustments. You know, getting Kevin Tillian, Bartosz Bednorz, finding really good ways to use him effectively. I mean, who he had he benched Tina Aaron out, one of like Modena's most iconic players, basically for the entire entire series versus Perugia. So yeah, and he takes got, some guts to do that. He got the best out of Tilly, and he's he got the best out of Bednorz as well, right? So I think he he did wonderful things. Like he went back to Argentina to tell his his thing was to teach Argentinian volleyball everything he'd learned in his career that's yep. pretty incredible and then he's obviously did one more season in Italy which is his home to, to finish so well done Velasco legend enjoy retirement and that's opened the yes. door for uh, for a few other sort of merry-go-rounds so do you want to inform us about that yeah I mean it's been rumored that Gianni wanted this mode in a job the last couple of years he actually had a verbal commitment to uh, Milano for another couple of years I think so through uh, 2021 so you know he's, he might burn a few bridges by going to Modena but you know that's one of those opportunities that doesn't come around very often big big job for him but he seems to um, he seems to do well wherever he goes he's, a, he's another one that's really yeah really interesting because he's at the start of his coaching career still really and he's what a three time world champion Olympic silver medalist um, yeah Gianni's to many the best that ever played the sport because he played multiple positions and was still world class no matter where you put him on the court so he's going to be in and he's also the coach of Germany for those who don't know 
And I've heard a lot of people, uh, little rumblings. Is Modena the team to beat next year with Matt Anderson? Ivan Zaitsev likely going to stay. Bartosz Bedors looked really good at the end of the season. You know, they're going to have a dangerous team next year. Do you think they're the favorites going in? Still early, really early to talk about this, but... <laughs> is, there still, is there still talk on Zaitsev going to Lube? Uh, it's gone quiet. I, th- I have a strong supported suspicion that he's staying in Modena. Yeah, me too. Yeah, if Zaitsev stays, maybe. If, if Lube can't fill that opposite position, which... Which when uh, when you lose the like of the likes of Sokolov, you're going to be struggling. Perugia, I'm unsure who they've brought in at the moment, but um, obviously they they keep Leon. Um, any team with him, and also is the Checo staying? Some good players. Yeah, and sure. I think Bar- Bartosz Kurak rumored to go to Lube too. We don't want to get too far into Kirk, Kirk all these rumors and stuff. Woo! Yeah. Wowza. Yeah. That's a, that's a big one, right? Like that. But that's the sort of opposite. That's the sort of opposite they need at Lube. Yeah. Just a, all every summer it seems like it's a, like a weapons race between all these top clubs. Yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> the stakes get higher and higher every season. Yeah, and they, they keep going for the big names. Um, before we go to transfers, other coaching news? A few other yeah. coaches moving around? Yeah, we've got Gardini moving from Zaxa to Piacenza. Wow. Piacenza, funnily enough, you know, great team for most of the decade in the first league in Italy. Got demoted last season because they lost their sponsor and I think their arena wasn't big enough. Some kind of reasons like that, you know, easily win the Series yeah. A2 this year. They had Julio Sabi, they had Alessandro Fay, yeah. they had some like players who are definitely way too good for A2 in Italy. Yeah. Uh, so now newly promoted, looks like they're they're going to have a decent team. Yeah, and they get, a, they get a coach with heaps of experience who's, uh, who looks like he's moving home. Yeah, <laughs> which makes, that's tough though. Moving from Zaxa, they're going to have pretty much the same team guaranteed next year. You won a championship this year, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Know, like, tough to give up, but you know. Any others? Wants to come home to. Uh, yes, and then we have Stoichev to coach Verona next year. So he's had a turbulent couple of seasons, right? Oh yeah, he well last year in Modena, basically Engapet and Bruno staged a coup to try and get him out of there. I think Max Holt also was involved in that. Definitely some controversial decisions made by Stoichev. Apparently, you know, he's a really tough coach, hard on players, hard practices, expects really high levels. So definitely not the coach for everyone. We'll see how he does in Verona. Last, this season, he was started in Stesicin too, which did all right before they folded about halfway through the season. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of that coaching style for the modern athlete, but... You know, we'll see how he, he vibes with the players that Verona's bringing in. Yep, for sure. Let's, let's keep an eye on that. And... Is there anyone else? I don't think so. I think we've hit everything we need to talk about. Yeah. Sweet transfers, last one. Um, anything you've seen? Any anything you want to pick up on? Uh, TJ DeFalco is going to Valencia. If you know TJ DeFalco, best player in the NCAA last year. So yep. all these good NCAA players. It's a pretty good class. Are starting to find homes. Yep. Canadians. I mean, there's too, a million right? smaller ones, but Canadians. Canadians haven't decided yet. Our, our most important player, oh, actually a huge one, Shawan Vernon Evans going to Ravenna. So Vernon Evans, the, the 19 years old, started at the uh, Nations League in 2017. Yeah. Started at World Championships last year. Yep. Opposite. Could be, yeah. it could, could be one of the best players in volleyball. Still yeah. a few years out, though. For sure. Um, Carly Lloyd has gone to Turkey. She put on her Instagram that 
although this was a tough uh, season mentally and physically, she's obviously grateful for the experience. So she leaves um, Dental Prior Club and she moves to Turkey, which is uh, interesting. The Turkish team's doing some business already after not being in the Champions League. Well, you know, you could tell after the uh, Champions League finals ended with or finals, there's no Turkish teams in it. That's not okay in Turkey. They are not okay with that. The club owners are not okay with that. So they're going to go extra hard this summer to make sure they have the best possible chances of getting there next year. Well, man, like Zhu, Zhu Ting is leaving the Kif. Like, that's yeah. that's crazy. That's um, true, yeah. Lonica Sloches as well. So that, that means they're I wonder, how much, points I wonder how much money Zhu Ting got, though, to, to leave back of Tank. I wonder what, how crazy that offer was. Yeah, who knows? It, her contract with the Kif was somewhere in the... 1.5 million or something um, yeah. but she wants to prepare for the Olympics and probably being in China is a great place she can finish in February I, I think that's a bonus right if you're if you want to be at your best you, you need a rest before uh, building back up again yeah exactly so yeah no slow chess so the Kif Bank and Ekjakabasi are going to have to get in the transfer market because they're losing their big players in, in the women's side yeah I don't think they'll have any trouble Nah, they're, they're, getting some, some good they're, they're attractive. Right, that's the news. Uh, today we are we have a guest. We have Paolo Nicolai, the Italian beach blocker who has the fastest serve in the world, even quicker than Evandro's. Uh, he's a ferocious talent, big physical athlete, three-time European champion. He's also the Olympic silver medalist from Rio. And if you remember at the very start of his career, it's something we talk about, is when Nikolai Lupo knocked out um, Phil Dauhauser and Todd Rogers, the professor, in the round of 16 at London 2012. So Dauhauser and Rogers had to take a ninth that, that year after winning in Beijing. Nikolai and Lupo were put on the map by that performance. So here's our episode with Paolo Nikolai. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Free Ball, the volleyball podcast. We're recording, and we've got Sam. Thank you for having me. Yeah, how's it's a pleasure. Oh no, it's it's pleasures all, all ours. Um, yeah, thank you so much for for coming on. How's it going? Yeah, it's uh, it's going well. We are uh, uh, waiting for uh, Daniele that uh, he have to come back from uh, his uh, hand injury. And uh, so we are waiting. We are uh, we have two different programs. Is uh, 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 trying to come back uh, quickly, and I'm uh, keep going to to the uh, with the work. Yep. Are you are you still training? Is is Daniel yeah yeah yeah. Yes, I am. I am. I'm lucky because uh, uh, I'm I'm part of a national program. So here in the Olympic Center in Formia where we train. Uh, we have also the the young guys, the youth program, the Club Italia. And so I can uh, I can train with them. That's that's really cool. And what's the time frame on um yeah Daniel's um hand injury? Uh, it was we, we do during the 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 train we we in the ball when we try to receive a ball in the middle, we 
Daniele, I, I don't know, I don't know how how did I it uh, happens, but uh, sometimes happens. So yeah. the, uh, you have to to be ready to to find a solution. So the best solution now is uh, wait to uh, wait is uh, come back. So that's what we are doing. And how, and how long is the wait? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully next week uh, you can uh, you can train again. Okay. But uh, okay. you know, it's, uh, you have to to uh, so see the the situation day by day, and uh, so keep the we keep the finger crossed, and uh, hopefully Monday you can train. Yeah, let's. Yeah, my fingers crossed too, because <laughs> the uh, the world tour at the moment needs Nikolai Lupo back for sure. <laughs> yeah. we, we 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 really want to to play. You know, we have a a long uh, off season. We play just one tournament uh, in Qatar, and uh, so we we are really uh, angry to uh, that uh, that has happened. But but it's okay. We we will uh, enjoy the moment in the court. Yeah, I also think now you've been playing some years and sometimes it's nice to have a break too, right? So you can spend some time with family or friends or and have some downtime. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we we can. It's it's also important, but uh, especially uh, when the Olympic qualification progress progress uh, is uh, is going on, you always want to to have the chance to to compete because you you can have points, you can uh, you can uh, and and uh, as you know, the the level now is really tight. So we are we are not sure that uh, that we are in the in the next Olympics. So we have to earn our spot and uh, the more you can play the more chance uh, chances you have to to be in yeah for sure you have to have to keep playing but it's it's also an exciting season with the world championships coming up and majors as well so do you think you'll be fit for the majors yeah 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 i uh, i think that that moment of the season will be the the most important one because uh, you know the is the moment that uh, where you can have more points and uh, but you have to be ready for that moment, and uh, so that's what we we will do now. We try to to um, be in the court uh, shortly, shortly, and uh, try to to keep com- keep confidence, uh, uh, have uh, chances to to play and. To, to to fix the thing that we we have to fix before the this part of the season. Yeah, of course. Talking um about the world tour at the moment, the level's crazy, crazy high. Yeah, yeah, with with so many um yeah, so many good teams. What do you think is you, you've been playing what for, for the best part of eleven, twelve years now your career on the world tour? What what do you think has changed? I I don't know, but uh, I remember when I started to play, and uh, it was a different uh, level, completely different. Uh, uh, now, when a, when a tournament starts, uh, you you don't know who is gonna win the tournament, and uh, every tournament uh, can uh, have a different uh, champion. So it's I think uh, probably. It's uh, it's changed the physical uh, uh, attitude of the of the players, and probably the the, 
development of the national program, especially especially in the in the Europe, changed something because uh, when I started the uh, uh, one of uh, the four tournament to five uh, was uh, win by or Brazil or United States. Now Europe, it's uh, it's a, a, a big presence in the a big. Uh, it's it's really important the role of Europe uh, in, the, in the world tour. Yeah, yeah, and I think everyone with the programs and the science behind it, the European team seem yeah. to to know the science really really well, and they 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 do a lot of work in the backgrounds to make sure that obviously their teams catch up faster. I think. Yeah, also uh, in the European Championship, you can see it's it's like the level of a world tour. So. It's uh, I'm I'm really happy about that. I'm really proud to be part of uh, of uh, this because I think it's important for our sport. The the more the sport it's uh, uh, is not going always in the same way, the more uh, is the more is uh, attractive for the for the fans. Yeah, I I agree. Let's um let's talk talk suddenly about you. Um, thing things I've got down here. World's fastest serve is is at the top because I I quite like that one in a day of uh, everyone looking to Evandro being being a hard server it's it's definitely you that has the top spot um, Olympic silver medalist three time European champion um, that's some journey do, do you yeah. do you still love the game as much is it is it sort of still got the passion for it Yeah yeah I, I still love the sport I. I'm really, I still love volleyball in general because also indoor uh, indoor beach for me is uh, it's the same. I love I love the sport. I it's it's like the the day I I started. So, but it's a long journey. It's uh, more than ten years that I'm playing in the World Tour. So, a lot of things are changed. Yep. Uh, also, also about our team, because we start like uh, rookies, and now we, and then we won three times European Championship. We won the silver medal. We won a lot of uh, medals during the the World Tour. So we change a lot, but uh, the the passion, the 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 effort is uh, always the same. Yeah, that's that's awesome. But you've been together playing now what for nine seasons, ten seasons. Uh, we, start, we we played the first tournament together in 2010, but the first season wow. in 2011. Wow, it's like yeah. that. That's longer than some marriages, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you find that that's just it's, it's a friendship and it's uh, a partnership, or it's it it's just something that gets easier the the longer you're together, or does it get tougher? I think that the the, the, the most important part when you have a relation with with uh, other people is uh, is the respect we know we respect uh, each other so much we think that uh, i think that daniela is the best partner that i can have and i think that he, he thinking the same so so that, that, that's important because uh, you know in a long journey the happens that sometimes you are uh, not in good uh, in good uh, moment, so you have to respect the the, the other the other person first, and then and the the player. So and then 
now we, me and Daniele are friends. And uh, this is important because uh, this helps. It's not, uh, it's not necessary, but, uh, but can help if you have a good relation with your, with your, with your teammate. Yeah, and you guys, you guys have achieved so much together, right? The first Italian team to, male team to play in the Olympics. Yeah, it's it was uh, we we are really proud about what we what we did, but uh, but we have to think about the future because uh, you know we as we already said uh, in this moment uh, it's uh, the level is crazy, so mm-hmm. we have to to think. The, the only thing that we can do is try to improving because uh, what we are is not enough. Yeah. We, we have to to keep going, keep, keep working. And that's what we we think, what, what this is what we are to focus on. And so it's really important. Yeah, that's that, just the, that cult growth mindset, growing all the time and learning stuff is... Is super key. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's the only thing that you can do. Your the only things you can think it's about uh, what you can improve because you cannot think and you cannot control what the other players uh, uh, do. So, so it's it's so important knows uh, uh, what you have to to improve and try to every day to to to. Um, to go on step by step, uh, centimeter by centimeter, but uh, yeah. you have to move on. That's yeah, I, I agree completely. That's fascinating to just keep yeah. keep striving for better. I want to talk yeah. a, a few things. I reckon you've got some yeah. great stories. Um, okay. The the first story, having looked back over your career, obviously, I've been coaching and um, working in TV for a while now, so I've I've sort of followed you from a from a distance for a long time, and I first saw you in in Brighton play. Um, and I saw you in Blackpool, I was at both events and you took the world by, like everybody who was there watching was talking about, about yourself, um, and how you were going to take the world by storm and you, you completely did. Um, first thing is when did you believe that you had arrived in world volleyball? I've got your, your first, your first, um, medal on the world tour was in Beijing and you lost to Numidor and, and Shaw who... Obviously, a fantastic pairing. Was that was that a time for you that you thought you were going to be the best in the world when you beat Alison Emmanuel and Rogers Dalhauser that week? No, I think uh, this was a, a, an important moment because we we beat this kind of team, of an amazing team, for the first time. But uh, we start to think that we are in a top level when. We start to beat the teams like uh, like them more and more time because uh, one time you can uh, can happen. So, but uh, if you uh, are consistent with uh, with this kind of uh, win, you you earn uh, also first the respect of the other team, and this is important. And then you you earn uh, confidence, you earn a uh, uh, joy of uh, of uh, learning more, and uh, so this is important. And uh, but I remember the the tournament in Beijing was was crazy because I was injured injured before the tournament because we play in Shanghai, and yes. then we uh, we went to 
to Beijing. And uh, I thought we, I spoke with the with the coach, and uh, we say, okay, we have to retire or uh, let's try. And uh, and then we, that was probably one of the of the best memories and the best tournaments that I ever played. So it's uh, sometimes it's, you you can uh, you can not understand what happens, but uh, but it's crazy. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. But you, you seem to have a, a great, great run there in 2012. Um, obviously, that tournament in Beijing, then yeah. qualifying for the for the Olympics was was obviously, as we mentioned before, was great. Talk to us about London 2012, because that must have been amazing, right? You, you took a fifth and you probably, again, everybody was watching that tournament for uh, thinking Dalhauser Rogers after 2008 were going to come in and then... They 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 met you and they don't like they didn't like playing you and you beat them for a, to take a fifth. It must have been amazing. Yeah, this was uh, was uh, amazing. The Olympic uh, the Olympic Games are something special, and uh, probably London. Uh, if I have to say the which is the the, the best memory of uh, the Olympics. I think that London is the best because the the atmosphere, what what uh, happens in London, was something that uh, that completely surprised me, and uh, and so and then we in, the, in that tournament we beat the, our idol because uh, Phil and uh, Todd was the team that we admire more. The team that we always watch, watch to to try to to understand how how they can be like this. How can they let? How can it's possible that a team can dominate in the world tour like they they did? So was that was great. Was great because we beat them, but was also a bittersweet moment because you you break the the. The, the possibility to your idol to to win uh, to do the back to back to win uh, the medal in the in the uh, in the Olympics so was great for us but was also a little bit strange strange uh, moment. That's yeah, that's that's really interesting as the way that you put that. It shows it shows a lot about you and 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 who you are with with that thought process for for sure. Um, there's there's a famous quote from that game actually. Todd, Todd Rogers said um, everyone was calling you you, uh, you and Lupo, obviously, the next Phil and Todd um, at the time. And then he said they, they just Phil and Todd it, Phil and Todd. Yeah, was, uh, for us, it was, was better than metal to, to read, what, uh, to read what, uh, what he did, what he said. But, but uh, unfortunately, we are not like they, they are. We, I think, uh, I am to be. I have to be honest. I think we are a top team, but they, they are uh, uh, legends. They are more. They are one step more. They are with uh, Emmanuel uh, uh, Ricardo. We are in the group of uh, probably Emmanuel Allison, but they they change our sport. They they really do something special that uh, that. Uh, that not happens uh, every every year. They I don't know how many how many goals the medal they are. So they have to. Yeah, I, I put it somewhere in my laptop here, but I'd have to find it. I have all the list of everything. <laughs> but yeah, a crazy crazy amount. How yeah. how did you finish out of out of London? Did you did you 
finish that game um, because obviously like both Olympics you've, you've managed to get the lucky losers which is, which is awesome um, and then you came through the, the, the quarterfinal how, how did it feel having beaten Phil and Todd to then lose out in the, in the quarters uh, uh, that, 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 uh, that win changed change our uh, our journey because uh, we we start like uh, okay we try to do our best and uh, then we will see what uh, what happened but when we beat uh, the Olympic champions the Olympic champions so uh, something changed we, we have more uh, pressure we 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 know we knew that we beat the, the top team and uh, so we we have an opportunity and uh, when you are young you sometimes you you are not able to manage this this kind of situation and probably against the numerous soil we we didn't play our best uh, uh, our best uh, way to play so uh, it's okay but we we learn uh, a lot from uh, from that experience and when we after the olympics in london we say okay we we want more we can do more and uh, so let, let's try to do to do whatever we we can to to do the medal in the next and and look and look what happened <laughs> <laughs> and uh, was uh, i i can explain that the the profile um, when I speak about the the medal in the Olympics because it's the it's a dream it's uh but but I think that we deserve this this kind of uh, of uh, uh, of situation this kind of uh, feeling because we we work really really hard we we have just one goal in mind and uh, so when you achieve the the result that you are looking for it's uh, such a special moment yeah and how did how did it feel going in against uh Alison Bruno in Rio um at their home olympics in a in a full stadium it was obviously raining but the atmosphere was was crazy like it must have like what goes through your mind like it must have been amazing yeah it's uh it was a, a strange moment because um when we uh, when we finish uh, finish the the final the semifinals, and uh, so we are qualified for the final, we I, I expected something I don't know it's uh, something different about what I uh, what I feel before, and uh, but it was it was not like this. It's like uh, okay, I, I'm thinking okay, I'm in the Olympic final. And why I'm not uh, uh, scared? Why I'm not uh, worried about that? Why I'm so uh, so like a normal day? And uh, this this happens for the three days after the the semifinal, and then but five minutes before to start the the the, the final the, the the Olympic final, something changed changed and uh, something and we and i saw i said okay it's now it's a moment and now i'm feeling uh, how, how big is the, is this moment but uh, but i said to myself uh, i said to myself okay but i want to enjoy this moment i want to play 
I want to focus only on uh, on the on the game because I don't know if I have another chance to play in an Olympic final. But this is this is our moment. I want to enjoy. I want to try to to do really my best uh, and uh, our best as a team to 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 to, to be. Uh, proud of what we of what we are doing so that's what uh, what I what I feel and uh, it's one of the special moments uh, the, the best moment that I uh, that I live yeah. in, the, in, in this uh, situation and then uh, you 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 know we we are facing probably the best team in the world in that moment and uh, they are they had a lot of uh, pressure because they are they they were playing in the in the home in the home soil they all the brazilian wants the that uh, the, the gold medal so and you can feel it you can uh, the atmosphere was was strange they they really Push their team to to this uh, to achieve this uh, this goal. So, but was crazy, was fun, and was uh, amazing to be part of this uh, of the show. Yeah, it, it is incredible. It's an incredible Olympics for you guys because again, you, you didn't have the best the best start to the games, did you? Yeah, I think that we. Uh, I don't know. We we start we start good. I think with. Uh, uh, some some serves. Oh, no, and, no, uh, I meant we, in, in in the Olympics itself in the uh, pool no, stages. No, in the, in the Olympic, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Olympic, we, our journey was uh, was crazy. Yeah, like uh, all, all the tournaments for us are uh, are. So we we started with a loss with uh, Mexico. Yep. Two one, and then we have to beat uh, Tunisia, and uh, we play probably the. the the funniest game uh, in the Olympics with uh, uh, Phil and Nick was was really fun to play uh, that kind of match because it's one of the, the indeed in, in that match we didn't feel the the that we were in the Olympic. I, it's like we are playing uh, we were playing in uh, uh, in the sand we with the friends. It was was really I really enjoyed to play the, that kind of. Of match. Why, why was why was that? Uh, because I, I I don't know I don't know it's uh, for, for us was was uh, a, a really really important match because uh, because we if we lo lost with uh, that match we we have to play we have to play the the count, the lucky loser game so it's uh, the. The, it, it was really important, but I don't know. We, we play, we start to play, and the, the game was uh, was really fun. Was really, uh, I don't know. I, we feel that we are doing uh, something special yeah. with uh, all four. We are uh, creating a great atmosphere, and we can feel it in the in the game. Awesome. And so was uh, we forget about the the, the prize, and we. We we focus just on to have fun, and probably this is one of the the, the ideal uh, situation that everyone to, everyone to want to 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 have during the game. 
just think about what you are doing. You are doing uh, the you are playing volleyball, so that that's a sports thing. That's that's fascinating. And and you lost that one. It was very close. But then you played. Yeah. Is it Cantor Loziak in the uh, in in the Lucky Loser? And that was fifteen. Yeah, and 13. I think it's the, the the worst thing that you can uh, find. You find uh, Cantor Loziak in the in the Lucky Loser round. Not in the in the second court, secondary court. So was uh, and, and was a really tough match. We won, I think, uh, in three, like uh, fifteen, thirteen, or something like that. Yeah, it was. So, but probably that match changed our uh, journey uh, in the in the Olympic because we we faced the the finish. We faced the uh, we uh, we saw the the. the the real possibility to that our journey in the Olympics was uh, was uh, was done, and uh, something in our mind is cha- I think it's changed. Uh, it's changed uh, in the in that moment. And that that took you through to play. Was it um, Karambula Rangieri and then Leo? Yes, yes, but uh, uh, we. It's it's, a, it's strange to play during the Olympic Games with a team of your uh, of your same nation. So it's a strange situation. But uh, as I as I already said, uh, said we we are uh, something was was different. We we have a, a great. Um, uh, it's like if we. From that point, we everything is under our control. We are really able. We are really uh, we we can control everything. We can uh, we know that that we can won the the medal. So this is a, a strange situation. I don't know how we, how can I uh, explain. This, this situation, but something has changed. From, from that point, we are in total control of the situation. Fascinating. How, how uh, is there a rivalry against the other Italian teams, or is it all pretty pretty friendly and you're on the same side, and especially in the Olympics? We, we when you play against in the, the Olympic, the uh, round, second round two of the, of the Olympics, Everyone want want to to win the game. So, mm-hmm. but we we train a lot during the winter with uh, with them. We we know each other. We know them. They know they know how we play. But uh, but we we feel really. Uh, I, I don't know. We 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 can we can do, we know that we can uh, beat them. Yep. and uh, we did this for the for the first time in the Olympics. Amazing, that's that's yeah. wicked. Um, and then you, you obviously went on to play play Russia, Liam in Basu, Krasilnikov, Semenov. Um, yeah. All pretty tough games before yeah. obviously the final. Right? No, no easy games there. No, no easy game. We we won the, the most of the of the uh, matches in three sets, <laughs> and uh, that's. That's what makes difference. Uh, the, the mentality the level is really tight. Every match is tight. The one or two balls can make, uh, uh, can give you a medal mm-hmm. or uh, or 
not. And uh, luckily, in the, that moment, we 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 score two points more than the than the other teams. Yeah. And, uh, and just so, but, kept getting through. Just yeah, just yeah. Kept getting through just, it. Just think one ball, one ball. Every ball is important. Every play is important. And uh, that's what we think. When that uh, what we we do, and uh, we did, and uh, and so. Uh, fascinating. We, fascinating. We did. fascinating, and then obviously to uh, to win that silver medal is unbelievable. So well done! It's yeah, it's a it's a massive achievement and one that you you guys thoroughly thoroughly deserve to be on that. Uh, year after year, year by year, by year, year after year, we will uh, uh, watch what what happens, see what happens, and uh, so. But now we we are focused on on Tokyo. That uh, you know, uh, if you if you feel the atmosphere of the Olympics, you you always want want more. Yeah, it's like a drug, so, right? Yeah. yeah, and so that's that's our goal. That's that's really cool. Do you um, yeah, like I love the sport, like how how you can still be playing at forty, like it it's it's just that sport that you can keep keep going. Do you have any like long? Like long injury problems, or is your body pretty good physically? No, fortunately, I'm uh, I'm okay. I never never had a big injury, and uh, so I, I think that uh, the, the physical situation uh, and uh, it's it's uh, an important part of uh, of our game because it's uh, probably it's what. Uh, can uh, bring you to 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 have to to play till uh, forty or uh, or something like this. So we we spend uh, uh, we spend a great times so of our uh, training program to the uh, to fix our uh, critical situation or chronic situation, uh, but. Uh, and to to work on our uh, uh, physical skills because uh, it's it's really important. Yeah, for, for sure. But there's also like you can look at Phil still playing at 30, 38 years old. Nick too, still playing super high level. Like you can just keep going and going. And by the time I'm the same age as you, but by the time that we're like 30, 38, people will be playing till they're 40, 42 because of science and because of how you can yeah. keep yourself. Yeah. Now. Everyone have uh, good stuff behind uh, the the team is not uh, uh, made also only by uh, by two two person but you have uh, uh, a, a lot of of uh, people that uh, that are are, you, are helping you to 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 perform at the top at top level so. I saw Jay Gibb in the last uh, tournament of AVP. Was I don't know? It's forty two or forty three. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, was was amazing. And, the, and the, yeah, some of the some of the games and the rallies and the the length of the time they're playing in one weekend, it's crazy as well. So the yeah, I, I saw the actually. semifinal. He he scored uh, eight point uh, with the service and uh, six blocks or uh, or. or something like that was was unbelievable i it's such an inspiration for for us because 
uh, I don't know, he, he play like, you can feel that he, he is enjoying the game. He loves what, he, what he's doing, so, well. Yeah, and as long as as long as you're doing that, then uh, you will never burn out of motivation, right? And if the motivation is there, yeah. then the body yeah, the yeah. body will come through. Yeah, what? it's uh, uh, hopefully I I can play at this level uh, for many years like they they did. Yeah. What what are you uh, what are you working on in your own game at the moment? Obviously, you, you can't say too much, but what. Where do you feel that you can still personally improve? So what I uh, what I think is uh, now a lot of the games are uh, uh, are decided by the, the the outside system plays. So I think you we have to to focus a lot of uh, this kind of situation because the the servers are really good right now. Uh, the uh, also when you have to uh, defend, so the outside system situation uh, make a uh, do a good set. Uh, try to to have the 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 tools to to make a good uh, uh, attack. Uh, situation it's it's uh, it's really 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 important it's the the key right now yeah kicking out and having good feet and still having angles to, to hit yes because uh, you know the all the blockers right now are are so big <laughs> so you have to find a, a solution and uh, and sometimes i think the the key is uh, make a good set make the 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 attacker, the attacker in the in the, in the best situation to to have the the, the more the more uh, shot yeah. as possible. Yeah, I I agree. So yeah, more focus on setting than being a great passing passing team helps. But there's so much so much good. Well, everything's out of system because they're serving so well. Yeah, they are serving. So you, if you play Evandro, you know that uh, the most of the time. You the, the setter uh, have to move, <laughs> and yeah. uh, you have to 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 find a solution. You have to have the plan B, yeah. because uh, sometimes uh, the plan the plan A is not uh, is not enough. Yeah, because you so yeah, because you'll get you out of rhythm, get you out of system quite easily. Yeah. And for yourself though, like you're you're one of if not the best server on the tour as well. So, so you also you also running, yeah. You know what you can influence in the game too. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Also, I can improve because I think I'm I'm a, a good server, but the the number of mistakes is too too high. So I I'm working on the rhythm, trying to to be more consistent in the with the serve. And uh, sometime I can serve uh, uh, 119 uh, uh, kilometer per hour, but uh, but it's important the, that there are not too many mistakes because uh, you cannot uh, uh, give too much points to the to the opponents. They they have to earn with the earn the point with the side out. Yeah, it's a difficult. It's a difficult like the risk and the reward. 
Yeah, is... to balance the, the, this kind of situation, it's uh, it's probably one of the most uh, difficult situation because you, when you are in the court, you have to uh, have the control of so many things. You sometimes and there are different situations because sometimes the the opponents are making a, a really good set out. So probably you have to to take a, a, a big risk uh, to to make them in trouble. Yep. And sometimes you don't need to 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 give points to the opponent. No, you, yeah. Keep yeah. Is it is it frustrating like if you were to go out early in a game? And and you feel rhythm in the serve, but if if you miss two or three serves early in the game, does that psychologically uh, is that psychologically frustrating? Because you have to work on it because uh, obviously in the the first when you are a young player, you you feel more the the situation when you when you become uh, more experienced. Uh, an experienced player, you can uh, you can manage this kind of situation. You know that uh, that sometimes you can make more uh, more mistakes, but the important thing is that you have the control of the game. Yeah. You don't have to leave the game uh, go through without without uh, being uh, in control of the situation. Yeah, less emotion, but also you can think a bit more methodically, like if the toss is a bit inside, you can fix it. You, yeah. You, you uh, get to the point of your career where exactly. you... Where you, you have can... to be in control of what, uh, what happened also with, uh, with the wind, mm -hmm. with the situation of your partner. Uh, you have to bear in mind if you are uh, passing, uh, making a good side out, you can... Um, you can have more uh, more uh, uh, you can take more risks and uh, but it's okay you, you have to think in the court <laughs> this yeah. is important we we all know by by uh, by watching you like everyone who watches beach volleyball will know how how good you are but what do you feel are your main your main super strengths as a person or a player sort of what what do you feel are your what makes you you if that makes sense I, tough I, yeah, it's a tough question because I think probably uh, one of the things that I'm doing, what I think when I when I'm the court, what the, the player that I want to be is uh, the player that make the the partner play at the the best way that that he can. So try try to. To 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 help my partner, but with the uh, with the uh, uh, with the skills, with the uh, with the way how I, I can play. So that's I think it's the best the, the best partner that that you can uh, have. And, I guess you're, you're uh, not I'm getting not... you're not getting served very often either. So you have to have that that you have to be that guy because you're not the one siding out as often as 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 Lupo. Yes, but yes, but uh, in this in this kind of uh, of level, uh, you know, sometimes uh, it's your time to to make side out. Sometimes it's the it's, uh, it's the time of your uh, of your partner. But it's uh, it, it's important to 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 be focused on on what you are doing. Also, when you are not doing side out. 
because you can really help and you can uh, really uh, help your partner to play to play the best way so so that's important and i think i'm uh, i can improve in this uh, situation but i'm at a, a good level right now in this kind of situation and then probably the blocks the block are uh, one of the things that uh, make me uh, more like me yeah for sure like making blocks for fun um yeah. what would you say like don't give all your secrets away but if any like i i think i'm i'm one meter 67 so i've never blocked in my life but um yeah, I feel that blocking is is a difficult is a difficult thing to master. Um, being a coach and working with blockers, um, what would you say is your main tip for blocking? If it's vision or if it's something I think else that or... the, the 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 position you have to be in the right position uh, with a uh, with a uh, uh, with the ball and with the opponent. So if your feet uh, are moving good and you are. Uh, the right position, the start position, you can uh, you can change. You can change the 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 time. You can change the the distance from the, from the ball. But you have to to be with the ball. You have to stay with the ball. Don't don't let the ball uh, to to wide for from you because. Uh, uh, because it's too it it, it it become too easy for the the opponents. Yeah, you give them too too many too much room, too many too many angles. Yeah, yeah, that's so you you have, the the more you are close to the ball, the the more you make in trouble can make in trouble the the opponents. Yeah, you do you do quite a lot of that in your warm up, right? A, a lot of footwork. Do you do you still do it? I I was coaching um the English team in Klagenfurt. Uh, for the European Championships, and we played you in the first round of the the, the... yeah the um, pool play yeah pool play, yeah and I just was I was watching your warm up and there was lots of foot, there was lots of footwork involved. No, well, sometimes we we did it especially uh, for the first uh, for the first uh, game of the of the day, but uh, right now we are uh, uh, I'm warming up just for. Uh, it depends if it's the first the uh, the first game uh, forty minutes. If it's the second game of the of the uh, of the day twenty five something. Yeah, gradually game less. That's, that's <laughs> fascinating. Who who do you think at the minute? Um, looking around, who, who's who would you look at as the biggest the biggest threats in the world? Um, Stoyanovsky and Krasilnikov have started really well. Obviously the. The Norwegian yeah, for sure, but but uh, as we say, I, right. I cannot say uh, uh, more sorrow. Yeah. I cannot say uh, the, all the Brazilian all the Brazilian teams. So feel feel you have to only take uh, yeah, ne never feel really. from yeah. So it's really tough to say who is uh, the, the best team uh, in the the. The, the the best trade for uh, in the world tour, but I don't know. Uh, I think that uh, Brower Muse and uh, the Polish uh, are too many. <laughs> yeah, that is, it's it's crazy. Where it's where crazy. do you, where do you think we had we had Anders on on the show, and where where do you think the game is going next? So so how do you think like if if you're thinking. At the moment, uh, he mentioned jump setting, um, which is something coming in. 
But where else do you think the game is going to go to the next level? Like, where where can it go? I think that uh, I'm not sure that uh, I think we are going to be more like uh, indoor, but uh, probably with uh, because uh, the handset right now is uh, almost every team can uh, can manage this kind of skill. So probably the the. Uh, the speed of the ball can change, but I don't know if uh, uh, because you know uh, I, I was thinking that uh, the physical is really important, uh, a really important uh, tool that you have. But uh, you know, if you play, if you uh, see Carambula play, it's completely different. So I think every uh, every situation is different. Every team is different. You have to find the, the right way to to play. You have a to to make a uh, something a situation customized, tailor made on the on every team because uh, that can uh, this is the important role of the coach. You there are not team that have to play in the same way. There are different way to play different way to to win but you have to choose the right one for you yeah for sure and i just i think that the the leniency on hand setting um okay. is quite good for the physicality factor right it balances it can balance the, the game so it's not just a big guy's sport because of the hand setting and i i think karen buhler is showing and then ross is showing us like how to work yeah. angles and the speeds and the tempos and yeah, the different ways that they're looking and facing, and it's great. Yes, but I uh, I train a lot with uh, I practice a lot with uh, with Adrian. He can he can control the the ball the, the ball control that uh, that he had as probably uh, is is uh, uh, unique in the world because he can do every everything with the ball, and uh, but. This is why he can play at this level, but uh, but but I think there is not a secret. There is not a, um, a secret ingredient for uh, to achieve the 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 victory. You you have to work. You have to understand which is the right way for you, and work 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 on that on that. That's fascinating. Yeah, I yeah, I I agree with all of that. That's that's really cool. When's when's the next what what tournament are you looking to come back to? What's what's uh... we, hopefully we can we are able to play in uh Ostrava. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's that's where we are focused but focused but uh, I'm not sure that we can do it but uh, we we will try yeah. So so once Lupo's back, how um how long do you think it will take to get game ready, and how long do you think it will take to get the team back to the level, sort of like a the highest level? Do you think it'll take time? We we don't have time, so we. Yeah, just, <laughs> but we we have the uh, we start from a good point because we play together from. Uh, <laughs> 10 years so we know each other's we know how everyone can help the the partner so 
we, we need time for sure but we sometimes you you have to do something also if you are not a hundred percent and uh, that's a that's the the current situation so so we have to to find a solution we have a problem and we yeah, have yeah. to find the, the the solution it's it's what we we did every day in the court in uh, every situation and that's uh, what we have to do now that's yeah that's fascinating and actually like it's you you're used to it right like you you're just so used to playing with each other that it happen it will happen quite easily or you'd hope that's that's cool um yeah. finally two two questions um that we always finish with with our beach guests for the podcast is one is who would be your dream pairing okay so, so and and who if you could play yeah so who's who would be your dream pair for for beach volleyball past or present who would be your dream partner if it wasn't lupo and you could choose from anybody in the world to play one tournament with um okay. can be for fun can be for performance um yeah what, what right the, uh for sure uh if i can choose a, a partner for one tournament i want to play with phil i know it's not a regular uh, <laughs> yes. uh, situation but no, it's uh, awesome. But I want to. Uh, it's my idol. I really admire how he play and how he's like a person. So I want to play a tournament with him. Yeah, he's, and, a, he's a very good guy, isn't he? Yeah, and for and for sure he is one of the the. Uh, he's a part of the my favorite team. Yeah. So probably Phil and. Uh, I don't know, probably Bruno, Phil and Bruno, I could be a, a good team. Yeah, it would be a very good team. I also, I also think you, I, I also think that um, you and Phil would be a great team. Fuck, you, you, just, you wouldn't, you wouldn't need to make digs because you would side out and serve. <laughs> like, we need to block and yeah, yeah, uh, side so. out, serve and block. Yeah, yeah. You just, you wouldn't need to chase in like whoever's serving <laughs> the other guy blocks like easy <laughs> that that's that's awesome be fine. <laughs> yeah and and finally this is a difficult question um what would what would be your podium now for tokyo um including yourself would you yeah what would you what's your forecast going forward who do you think will be around the sort of semis at, at the next olympics I don't know. It's, it's really, it's yeah, that's, really tough. That's, that's I, I one, spot, one spot I want to leave for me and Daniel. So yep. we are one of the four semifinalists. And then I think uh, uh, probably in, the, in in this moment, uh, probably Molsaru, uh, uh, Stoyanowski, and uh, Krasinikov. And uh, our music. I, I don't know. It's because I cannot. Uh, <laughs> the level, the level is stupid. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't see say Cantor Losiak, Alison, Alvaro, Evandro, Bruce. There are there there are really too much teams. But I I agree. Like that that four that four will will definitely be there and there. But like there's it's just so open, huh? Yeah. Which which is great. Um, that was an hour already. Thank you so oh, much. Well. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm gonna be That's in. 
in Zhangjing, um, Ostrava, um, Hamburg, and Stad doing commentary. So I'd I'd love to catch up and have another quick interview yeah, at some stage sure. for the podcast. Would be to catch up. Would be would be great. And uh, thanks for having me. No, it, it was a pleasure. Oh, the, the, yeah, to have you on the shows. Yeah, I've been I've been excited all weekend for for this. Show. <laughs> so thank you so much. It's it's been great to have you. Um, great. Yeah, good luck going forward, and I hope that the injuries heal from Daniel quickly, and you're back playing, and you're back playing for gold medals. Thank you. We yeah, hope no. so. We will try to do it. Yeah, you, no, you, you'll be there. <laughs> you'll be there with thereabouts. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very Sorry. much. I'll see you on tour. But thank you so much for your time. Right, that was our episode with Paolo Nicolai. That some blocker, he's got lots to achieve, and it's going to be interesting to see how they progress and how uh, Daniele Lupo comes back from his hand injury and how they can, I don't know, re reacclimatize to a stressful schedule with Hamburg coming that their way. Anyway, that's all we've got time for. Five one volleyball, Daniel. Thank you so much. Um, let everyone know where they can find all of your podcasts and let everybody know how they can find you online. Yeah, so thanks for having me on, Louis. Uh, po- pretty much everything you can find on my Instagram at 51VB. Also, if you go to my website, 51VB.com, that has all the podcasts, any YouTube videos if I eventually do those again, yeah. um, any articles I write. Um, yeah, that's where you can find all my stuff. Awesome. And uh so. It's all very, very good information. Like it's, it's awesome. It blows, it blows my mind, and I'm involved in volleyball every day. So it's yeah. Make sure you grab a listen. Make sure you, you get into those podcasts. And for us, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Freeball the Volleyball Podcast. You can find us on the gram at Freeball Pod. Feel free, pass the pod around. We did a little bit of that this week as well. So we've got some shout outs to do. For that, we had listeners all around Canada. We had some in America. We had some of my friends share it in London. So thank you. Please keep passing the pod and make sure that you just keep sharing both of the podcasts because both of us, myself, Cam, John, and yourself, Daniel, are putting in some key work in trying to grow the sport and grow our podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you and you will hear from us again very, very soon. Bye-bye.